It's a scared cat podcast. It's cats that are scared, and it's a podcast. How you doing, Boo? I do okay. How are you doing? I am doing fantastic. Oh boy! Another day yeah. living the life with you. Another day. Another day. Another in this apartment. Apartment. Yep. Day. Yep. All right, homies. How is your week going? What do we do this week? Nothing. Uh, no, false. Bingo. Bingo. Bizingo. Yeah, we did isolation bizingo. Somebody in Minneapolis who's like obsessed with bingo and like her friend who owns a restaurant decided like, yo, we should do isolation bizingo. And it was like over 900 people who joined. You could get bingo cards from like these different restaurants. If you ordered an entree, you got two. And then we like played four round, five rounds. Five rounds. It was so fun. Pretty good. We got close a couple times. Yeah. No wins. No, no wins. No wins. But a lot of fun. And we were able to support some businesses. Yeah. It was a good time. Yeah. And then Ava, our baby girl, got her tooth out. Teeth, teeth out. Yeah. Yeah. She got two. She's about on that tail end of recovery. Yep. She um, has like... Two more days of medication, and then she should be good to start eating hard food again. She's such a the little trooper. Food. She was so cute when she was, like, loopy and shit. <laughs> it was pretty Yeah, funny. she couldn't walk. It's kind of weird. She was, like, so fucking lovey-dovey and, like, really hungry, but she wasn't allowed to eat right after. So she'd just, like, be purring and super excited and then, like slam her head into your hand and then into her water bowl and like didn't give a fuck that she got all wet yeah she's crazy yeah she's doing better though Mm -hmm. Addie's doing good yeah brian shaved his face yeah i think that's about that wraps it up that's about it that's about it We've been working out like mofos and Mm -hmm. getting our health back holy shit what a difference health back yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys should go check out some. There's a lot of free workouts and stuff. Like I know Core Power Yoga is doing free classes and stuff online. So go check it out. Get your get your blood pressure arisen. Yeah. And um, is no, that what you do? No, you don't want that. Oh, get your yeah. But when you're like working out, get your heartbeat arisen. You That's what we wanted. Don't want your blood pressure to go up. Yeah. True. <laughs> Get that adrenaline flowing. Go lift a car. Come on. Just don't listen to Brady right now. <laughs> it's okay. What? All right, rock, paper, scissors. Okay. I got you. Yes. I kind of blacked out halfway through. Man, oh, man. I feel like I went first last time. I can go first if you want. That was pretty quick. I guess you could go first. Mine could okay. Be a good, a good ender. Hold on, I can't quick one see today, you. guys. Can't I'm probably going to be making my stories pretty quick in these days. Man, I have some, though, that I've been holding off because they're going to be, like, long. Like, some of them are two-parters, but yeah, it's I have a couple so of those. interesting. I know. I might try to do one next week. We'll see how I'm feeling. Yeah. Today, we are going over head transplants. What? No way. Isn't, like, the first one, wasn't that supposed to happen in 2019? Supposed to. Did it? I don't know. 
Oh my god, I'm so excited and freaked out at the same time. So head transplants slash transplants in general. So the leading surgeons in the field are now saying that we could have our first successful full head transplant in 10 years. What? 2030. I swear there was some dude that was going to do it in yeah, 2019. I saw it. It was on a list of what's coming in either 2018 or 2019. We might yeah, have saw I showed it, it to you. I don't know. Yep, I did. <laughs> Uh, just the whole process of putting something from one body into another is pretty crazy to me. Mm-hmm. Um, like it wasn't that long ago, roughly a hundred years, that we figured out blood types, and now we're talking about giving somebody a new head, which I thought was interesting. Yeah. And also the story of figuring out blood types is pretty crazy, and I'll probably do an episode on it because um, a lot of people died. Oh, um, I'm sure. Like every other thing, we had a figure out about ourselves yeah however there are three main hiccups when it comes to transplanting things kind of four they added like an extra one but you know whatever also this coming from wikipedia slash different random articles about head transplants so the three main hiccups one managing the immune response it's like your immune system um like that's where like rejecting organs comes in yeah Two, with the brain specifically, it is highly dependent on continuous blood flow for mm. oxygen, nutrients, and removing waste within the system. Three, managing the nervous system, which functions like breathing and heartbeat are mainly controlled by the brainstem and connecting each nerve to the corresponding one in the recipient is like incredibly hard Mm -hmm. and then just like an extra one which isn't really talked about is like post-op pain like chronic pain being an issue can you imagine that's pretty crazy so the blood supply and rejection of tissue has been heavily addressed in transplants of other body parts which Many of those procedures have become pretty routine, like kidneys and livers and such. But as of 2017, even in common fields like liver transplants, about a quarter of the organs are rejected after the first year. Oh, my God. Oh, that would suck. You, like, go through all of that, have to, like, regain everything, and, like, you're finally feeling good, and then it just rejects it. Yeah. And the liver can, like, regenerate itself. So if you're getting Mm -hmm. rejections from livers, just imagine what a head would do. Yeah. Um, The challenge of the nervous system is the big problem, what they call grafting the nervous system. So it's like kind of like skin grafts Uh where you put it on and it absorbs, like the body takes a hold of it. Yeah. So a little history. Yeah. Mainly focused on head transplants, but might mention some other procedures. What I was looking for. All right. So starting with... Alexis Carroll of okay. France, who in 1908 oh, damn. collaborated with American Charles Guthrie, the name of my sixth grade social studies teacher. Uh-huh. Uh, they attempted to connect the head of one dog to a completely intact second dog. Uh, uh. The head that was connected showed reflexes early on, but quickly deteriorated, and they euthanized the animal after only a couple of hours. 
Yeah, great idea. Oh my god. Yeah, so they just oh. stuck a head of one dog onto another dog. Oh, that's so fucked up. It's like human centipede shit. Yeah, that's yeah, that's exactly. Mm. Well, not exactly. It's kind of a different scenario, but yeah. Um, next in 1954, Vladimir Dmikov. Ooh, I like that. A Soviet surgeon who specialized in coronary bypass surgery, which I believe is like heart surgery, mm-hmm. something like that. Um, attempted to graft the head of the head and upper body, including the front legs, of one dog to another dog. So a live dog, and you just put the head and the upper body of another dog. These poor dogs. Why are everybody doing a dog? Yeah, this is definitely... There'll be some, some, some stuff talked about. Okay. Uh, this was mainly done for the research into how to supply blood to the grafted head and body. And they say that the dogs, quote, generally survived for a few days, and one of them apparently survived for 29 days. Shit, how many dogs did he do this to? There's, there's two. There's the, the original dog and then the dog that you put on the original dog. Oh, wait, so they both have their heads still? Like, there's two dog heads and two front legs. Well, four front legs. Oh, how does that work? Like, one sideways? Probably, yeah. I, I didn't that. really look at pictures. Yeah, probably for the best. Yeah. The grafted body parts reacted to stimulus and were able to move, but the animals both eventually died due to transplant, transplant rejection. Now, it's good to note here that around the same time, 1950s to 1960s, is when the immunosuppressive, which is like, makes your immune system not react, um, those drugs and organ transplant techniques were developed that would make transplants like kidneys, livers, etc., standard medical procedures. So I don't know if any of that was because of these experiments. Yeah. I'm sure they were doing other experiments mainly on that but it's kind of like i'm sure that they learned a lot from doing these things even though they were kind of gruesome mm-hmm. it's kind of like gotta crack some eggs to make an omelet it's how it goes in the medical yeah. world yeah, yeah yeah so enter robert j white in 1965 he did a series of experiments involving the vascular system just like your veins blood flow mm-hmm of isolated dog brains. Fucking dogs. (laughs) Jesus. And eventually showed he could maintain high levels of brain activity and metabolism if there was no break in blood supply and the animals survived between six hours and two days. Oh, wow. So he did four experiments. He did, no, he did a series of experiments. Mm -hmm. So multiple dogs. Then in 1970, he did four experiments where he cut the heads off of a monkey. Oh, shit. And attached the blood vessels of another monkey body to it. He did not connect the nervous system, and he used deep hypothermia to protect the brains while they were detached. So basically they almost freeze the brain, freeze the head, Mm -hmm. detach it, and then put it back on to the other body. And the recipient bodies had to be kept alive with mechanical ventilators and drugs that stimulated their heart. Just kind of weird. So like cocaine. I'm sure it wasn't cocaine, but something a lot stronger than cocaine. Like? 
meth. Probably even stronger than that. Crack cocaine. Crack cocaine. That's like level up. Like, like what's stronger than that? I was adrenaline. Probably pure adrenaline. Oh my god! You can just like. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like a couple of those. Yeah. Stab them in there. Okay. Probably just a fucking IV. Of oh, there's straight like, adrenaline. Bodies are like know. shaking, the, going crazy. Yeah. yeah. Like the shit from the sleep experiment. What? Oh. Oh yeah. yeah. That gas. Mm-hmm. Way to bring it back, babe. Mm-hmm. It's full Brought circle around. Right here. Yeah. So the grafted heads were able to function. The eyes tracked movement. And they could even chew and swallow. Yeah, that's kind of weird. What? Unfortunately, there was a problem with blood clots and side effects due to the massive amounts of immunosuppressive drugs that were used. Yeah. So they just, like, pumped him full of, I'm guessing, adrenaline and... Crack cocaine. Immunosuppressants. Yeah. So that it wouldn't react to the new head, basically. Um, the animals died between six hours and three days after the procedure. Now, after this, word got out of these experiments. Mm-hmm. And there was a major backlash within the animal rights community. Oh, yeah. Um, Wondering when they were coming in. Yeah, PETA and all that. Yeah. So after that, the experiments kind of took a break. People were like, all right, this is a little taboo. Not going to touch it, blah, 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 blah. But 2012 rolls around. Ah, uh, shit. This is our time, guys. End of the world. Yeah. Xiaoping Ren. Okay. I think, I think, sorry if that's bad pronunciation. Xiaoping Ren published research in which he grafted the head of a mouse onto another body, and the subjects survived for six months. Whoa. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, that's big. Wow, yeah. So, Xiaoping Ren, remember him. Okay. And then in 2013... Sergio Canavero entered the scene with proposed protocols that would make human head transportation possible. What? How? It's just like, yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Who's gonna be that first person? Oof. Yeah. Ren did some more experiments in 2015 that focused on cutting the heads off at a higher place above the brainstem. So prior to this, they would cut it at like the second second vertebrate bone. Okay. So they would sever sever everything, including the brainstem above, because they, I think it mainly had to do with the brainstem controlling that heartbeat type shit. So you needed that from the from the donor to be able to control. But now they're realizing that they can cut it above the brainstem. And they did this to see if they could keep that intact so you wouldn't have to put the body on life support. So I'm pretty Mm -hmm. sure that since the brainstem is intact, the breathing and heartbeat capabilities are less hindered. So you don't Mm -hmm. have to do as much in terms of keeping... Yeah. And they did this... This was at the mouse still, or...? I believe so. Okay. Interesting. Some animal, but yes. Um, might have been a monkey. This is so, like, nauseating to think about. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty crazy. Uh. <laughs> In 2016, another monkey head transplant was successful by Sergio Canavero. And, quote, 
it was successful without any neurological injury of any kind. Oh, interesting. So no, no brain damage or anything like that. Wow. Okay. But due to ethical reason, due to ethical reasons, they euthanized the monkey after twenty hours. Was he just like in pain, or like why? I think it's. I don't know if they could like tell if he was in pain or. Yeah. I think it's just like the ethical ramifications of keeping something alive, like, like Frankenstein. If you brought something back to life that was dead, what would be the... Hey, don't go that way. Hey. Okay. That's just... I don't know. But it's also, like, wouldn't you want to see how long it lives and, like, what the... What happens? I don't know. Like, I feel like that's the whole point of doing it, if you're going to do it. Well, yeah, but... I mean, I'm sure that there's probably other shit going on, but, like... Okay. For PR reasons, I'm sure having something that isn't fully functioning unalive is probably not great. Yeah. So that was in 2016. Last year, 2019, Sergio and Ren teamed up. Oh, so these shit. are two big guys. These are the oh, guys. Shit. Zhao Ping Ren and Sergio Canavero. All right. 2019. They have now teamed up and say that they have successfully repaired severed spinal cords in animals, allowing them to walk again. So, like, your spinal cord is fucking sliced in half. They repair it, and these animals can walk again. Oh, fuck. Which is huge. Yeah. Like, that's not supposed to... Yeah. Like, everything up until this point is, like... If you have a severed spinal cord, you're fucking dead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or... Well, you're not dead. Well, I'm pretty sure... If it's completely severed, like, cut through, I'm not sure you can survive that. I don't know. I don't know enough about medical... Yeah, we'd have to look into shit that. to if give If anybody's an a doctor, let me know. Um, no comment from this one. <laughs> So this spurs Ren to say that this paves the way for human trials. Not for head transplants, but for spinal uh, spinal cord regeneration, I guess you would say. Reconstruction? Yeah. So now we are looking at the 10 years before a human head transplant. And Sergio had a volunteer... Yeah, that's what I thought. That would undergo the first head transplant. Um, I believe he was paralyzed from the neck down. Yeah. Um, But he has since backed out. Surprised. That's a hard decision to make. Yes. But Sergio says that the list of people willing to volunteer is quite long. Oh, So that's not going to be a problem, which I don't really have any trouble believing because... I'm sure if you can't use 95% of your body, you might be pretty desperate to get some fixes. And um, again, we already talked about it, but originally in 2018 or 2019, he was making headlines because he said that this head transplant could happen within the next year. Yeah. Um, I believe he was toting some sort of like electrical stimulation within the spinal cord where you would put it on and slowly electrically re-stimulate the nerves and stuff like that. 
So he is Frankenstein. Uh, yeah, Dr. he's pretty much. That's what people like call him to like demean him, I guess. Like, yeah. say he's Dr. Frankenstein. Um, but, you know, obviously it's pretty gruesome, but people who were doing kidney transplants in 1950 were told that they were going against God and that they were terrible people and now kidney transplants save thousands of lives every year yeah. so in 150 years we could be I just looking back on the same thing so many questions like so does the body have to be off of an alive person obviously or like somebody that's brain dead because like who's just going to give their body up you know yeah, that's, that's like able to live and like brain dead people and then like I'm sure that the family would have to it's all about consent basically when do you just do a brain transplant what about that people think about that boom Sergio you ain't got shit on me I don't think that you ain't got that's shit the on same, me same thing well that's where your conscience is yeah and if there's a brain dead body and you're in a body that's not working or movable, wouldn't you just move the brain? Boom, I think you bitches. run into a lot of the same issues. That's why they don't just do brain. I mean, either way, there's issues. It's in the head, yeah. That's what they're basically doing. They're doing yeah, a brain but this transplant, is so much but like, using the whole head. Yeah, I just feel like that's a lot more to have to move. I don't think there's such a thing as a brain transplant. Well, yeah, because I was the first one to think of it. Also, like, what if your head looks weird on this body? Like, you have a really small head and it's a big body. Yeah, but it's you have to go thing. with that. You have to do it because it's like, this is the only body available. Now I got a big body and a little head. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Or vice versa. Shit's crazy, guys. Fraught with debacious topics. Yeah. I just, I wonder how it's all gonna go. Will we actually see it in our lifetime? It would be scary as fuck to be that first person. I just want to know, like, what it does to you, like... Yeah, mentally. they say it would possibly be worse than death if it actually happened. Yeah. It feels very painful and, like, a lot of work. Hey! Get down! Get down. Where is she? She's with my aloe vera plant. Hey. She's just looking outside. I have a feeling she's going to... All right. That is head transplants. That's knocking foots. That was a good nookie, one. Nookie, nookie, foots. Yeah. Bitch. Don't call me a bitch. Ass motherfucker. Do you hear what I have to put up with? What? This, like, verbal attack. Okay. What verbally attacking what me? What well, since you asked, I will tell you what I have. I have some motherfucking Greek mythology for you. Oh, what, Greek mythology what, again. What, bringing it back. Bringing it back. Medusa? Nope. 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 So. Are you going over the whole Zeus brother and sister thing? Eh, kinda. Kronos? Yeah. I thought That's you already did dad. that. No? 
I've only done the 12 layers of Hercules. Maybe we talked about. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. So everybody knows I did 12 layers of Hercules unless you're out of order. Like, go fucking find it. It was a while ago. But I thought I should start from the beginning since, like, there's probably a lot of, like, Greek mythology noobs out there. Although, like, we're both not noobs. We know our shit. You know? Yeah. So, super stoked. Start from the beginning. Fucking start Googling. Don't Google, because I'm telling you. Don't Google. Don't Google. Don't Google, because you might... There's just so many different, like... I mean, mythology is a bunch of stories, guys. And, like, a lot of them contradict each other. Like, you'll see it in this and shit, but... It's fine. You can Google if you want. Just don't email me about it. Alright. So, this is the story of the... It's the... Theogony of the Clash of the Titans and the Rise of Zeus. Guys, I have not seen the movie Clash of the Titans, so I don't know, but I'm pretty sure it's going to be very different. Kind of like how Hercules is different from the 12 labors of Hercules. So, so don't think like that's accurate. Probably Clash of the Titans is... I think it's... The movie is actually set after... All right, so this info comes from... Oh, where is it? Oh, there it is. Greek Traveler Tell... Wait, GreekTravelTellers.com. Britannica.com. Britannica. Which is the encyclopedia encyclopedia of Britannica. Yeah. And Wikipedia Classic, of course. Of course. So according to... Hesiod's Theogony, which Theogony, for those of you that don't know, is the ge- genealogy of a group of, of um, oh, sorry, is the genealogy of a group or system of gods. Oh, interesting. Wow. Brady did a research. Mm-hmm. Theogony. Yeah. yeah. So at the beginning, there was only chaos. This is also kind of like the start of the world, guys, in a way. It is. At the beginning, there was only it's just chaos. It's religion. Yeah. It's kind of like that one religion that's like, the world was a, the back of a turtle. I think that was a part of Egyptian culture? I think so. Possibly, possibly. So, it was just deep, dense darkness that covered the universe. There wasn't anything. Then the earth, Gaia, was born out of chaos. Boom. Okay, okay. okay. First the mountains, followed by the sea, and then the sky, who is Uranus. Is that how you say it? Uranus? Is it Uranus? It's right? Uranus. Uranus. Okay, I'm going to say I mean, that again. Technically, it is Uranus, but yeah. I think, like, a couple decades ago, there was, like, some big news about, like, Uranus. Yeah. And it was all over the news, and I think all the newscasters just agreed to say Uranus. Gotcha. So that they wouldn't have to say anus on TV. Well, I was wondering if I've just felt like, it, I mean, it's Greek. I don't think it's Uranus, but I was like, I don't know how else to say it. All right, so it's Uranus, and he was the sky. He included the sun, the moon, and the stars. Uranus was like, what's up, Gaia? What up, girl? Nope, nope. And they joined together and made hot astrophysical ah. <laughs> love astrophysical Ding it. yeah yeah and they birthed the titans what what here we go titans 
So they're like the first gods. A lot of people know the Olympians, but these are the Titans and they came beforehand. And like a lot of the time in Greek mythology, like they're very rarely talked about. Like this is probably the most action you get from them in Greek yeah, mythology. Like, they're like the precursor to like what actually happens. Yeah. So there were t- 12 original Titans. The sisters called the Titanides were Thea, Rhea, Themis, oh, Nemosium, Nemosian, Phoebe. Like, what? Fucking mm. Phoebe. That's fucking great. We had a Phoebe back in the day? Yeah. Phoebes. God, I, I just, think Phoebes was a Greece city. I just, Thebes? Phoebes. Thieves. Thebes. Thebes. <laughs> um, Thebes. But. Thieves. Thebes. Peebs. What is happening? We are rewriting history. Oh, okay. We've been doing that a lot in this podcast. Mm-hmm. And then take this. Also, guys, like I only had time to look up a few of these, so some of the names are gonna sound like Uranus when it's Uranus. So and then the brothers were the Titans. Uranus. Uranus? What did I say? Uranus? You said Uranus. <laughs> <laughs> It's whatever the fuck I wanted to do. Uranus, Uranus, or Uranus. (laughs) Or the U is silent. Uranus? Rain on me. Rain on us. Oh my god, rain on us. Rain on us. Okay. Okay, sidetracked. Okay, and then the brothers, the Titans, were Oceanus, real original, Coeus, Creus, Hyperion, Aeopetus, and Cronus, the youngest of his siblings. Cronus. No, oh, Cronus. They also birthed three Cyclops and three Hectoncreus, Hec- which means hundred handers. Okay. Yeah. A lot, very handsy, a lot of hands. Hands. Uranus hated his children. And was afraid that one of them would take try to like claim his throne, you know? So he's like, fuck you, and exiles them inside of Gaia. Poor girl's just like, bitch, I just gave birth to these like giant gods and goddesses and like weird one eyed kids and like the fucking handsy hundred handers. And now you're just gonna keep them all caged up inside of me. Like, yeah. Fuck you, bro. I think this is. Yeah. So she's like, fuck you, hides Cronus, her youngest, and gives him an unbreakable sickle. Everyone know what a sickle is? Everyone know? Yeah. All right, good. Then when Uranus came down to lie with Gaia, Cronus, yeah, sorry, I lost my spot for a second. Cronus castrated him and threw his genitals into the sea. Now Brian knows it's my favorite part of the story. He knows it. Um. Foam, yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is like great for if you're like at a party and like you need to like really get a conversation starter going or like you know you want to show off your Greek mythology and shit. You you let people know that like when Coronas threw Uranus's genitals into the sea, Aphrodite, the goddess of love and beauty, was born and rose, <laughs> arose from the foam. Oh, so it's sea foam. His semen foam birthing Aphrodite. That's why she's all about like sex and love and shit and 
fucking whatever. Fun facts, guys, all around here and there. What, what, what? This is why we love Greek mythology. It's just like, you know what? Here's some balls. Just cut off, and now, look, I have a daughter. Yeah. That's why when you guys see that picture of Aphrodite, and Pretty she's magical. like, isn't she like in a big, like, clamshell type thing? And then there's like the sea foams on the edges. That's like her birth, bro. This is birthed a giant naked lady. And then for all you like Greek geeks out there, you're probably like, ooh, well that's just one of the origin stories of Aphrodite. Okay, there's several fucking origin stories of like all these gods and goddesses. So fuck off, cause like in the Iliad, Homer says that he she's the daughter of Zeus and Dione, but this one is way cooler and more fun to tell. So we're gonna stick with this. Yeah. And you're gonna you're gonna like it, okay? Facts. Anyways, the Titans were born again. What what? We're back, bitches. And Cronus became the ruler of the cosmos with the Titans his subor- as his subordinates. Motherfucking minions. What up, bros? Yeah. And then, so when Cronus took over, his parents were like, "Dude, BT Dubs, like this is gonna, you know how you just like overthrown your father and shit." Well, one of your children are going to come and dethrone you. Oh, boy. So he gets fucking paranoid. He ends up marrying um, his sister, Rhea, which, like, if you don't know Greek mythology, like, incest is so big in these stories. Like, God's doing it with everybody. They, Whoever the fuck they want. Their mom, their cousin, niece, sister, aunt, cousin's niece. Whoever they want. Variety gene pool. Yeah, like, yeah, you know, it's what they like. They like to keep it close, keep it in the family. Keep those bloodlines pure. Except if you're Zeus, you'll fuck anything. So, um, that's later. Okay, each, so each time Cronus and Rhea would have children, he was like, well, I can't let you just, like, take over and, like, leaving you and Gaia. Like, I don't trust her because she, like tricked my dad like she could trick me too so he just like swallowed them which is like really gross yeah and weird yeah he swallowed hestia demeter hera hades and poseidon and they just like fucking lived in his stomach and like grew up and shit like gods they can't die yeah can't fucking die and they're known as the Olympians. What, what? what? So, like, we have the Titans, and we got the Olympi- Olympians, which y'all know about. So, Rhea's pissed. She's, like, fu- and, like, sad because those are all of her kids. She worked hard to make them. Facts. She, like, just wants somebody to love other than her, like, annoying husband brother, you know? Yeah. So. Is that too much to ask for? Yeah. So she's stuck with this, like, total douche, and she couldn't get... She couldn't just leave because, like, the family and, like, you kind of own the cosmos and whatever, blah, blah. Yeah. So while she was pregnant with Zeus, she begs her parents, Uranus and Gaia, to help her save her unborn son. She's like, please, oh my god, please. And guys like yeah bro because like i know what you're going through one million percent mm-hmm. yeah. so they sent her to creep to have zeus and he was born gaia took him and raised him in a deep cave beneath mount agion okay. i don't know somewhere a mountain in creek obviously Cronus is like all right sis where's our fucking baby it's time yeah. 
time for me to, you know, consume them and shit. Yeah. Put them in my belly. And she's like, oh, yeah. Uh, she's like, looking around, looking around. She's like, oh, there's like a big ass giant stone. I'm going to put it in baby clothes and like give it to him. And he like takes it and it's like, hmm. Yeah, it looks pretty accurate. And just yeah. like swallows a fucking stone. Like, ooh, you're a little earthy a little tasting. Hard. Yeah. <laughs> Very heavy fucking baby. Not the brightest, guys. Okay. In the mountains of Crete, nymphs took care of Zeus. Okay. And, like, fed him goat milk and, like, fed him some more goat milk. I don't know. That's the only thing they told me about. Okay, okay. His, his, him getting raised. Oh, yeah. And then he's, like, grows the fuck up. It's like, yeah, I'm fucking ready, bro. So, Wiki says that Zeus used some unspecified trickery of Gaia, but... GreekTravelTellers.com says that he mixed wine and mustard together and gave it to Cronus, like tricked him to drink it, and then he disgorged his brothers and sisters, aka just like vomited those bitches up, and they're like covered in wine and mustard. Smells gross, I'm sure. Yeah, it's really gross. Weird combo. Also, they had mustard back then? What? I mean, mustard is mustard seeds. Yeah, but you like mash them up and like put them with stuff. You know? Yeah. You have to make it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And now the great Titan Titan Mackie Titan Mackie? I have no <laughs> idea what you're saying. <laughs> Titan Mackie? I don't know. Like I don't know, some fucking war. That's what they named it. Like look. How do you say that? Titan Mackie? Titanomaki? The Titanomaki begins. What? What? Oh, shit. Titans everywhere. It's Titans and Olympians battling. I'm going to battle you. I'm going to battle you. This war lasted how long, babe? 12 years. 10 years. Oh, man. 10. Zeus releases his uncles, the Cyclops, who are still trapped in the earth from earlier. You remember that? Yeah, yeah. Inside Gaia. Yeah. And he gave, and they gave him the him the weapon and icon he's most known for. Lightning bolt. You, you, you. Well, it's thunderbolt. But you, same thing, yeah, right? Yeah, sure. Same thing. I yeah. Think it's thunderbolt and lightning. Huh? Maybe it's thunderbolt and then it's just lightning. I thought a thunderbolt is like a lightning strike thing. That's what I'm saying. It's a thunderbolt bolt that comes from thunder or it's just lightning yeah that's what i said they're the same yeah all right glad we cleared it up um so it was originally hidden so the thunderbolt was originally hidden by gaia so they're like yo thanks for letting us go here's some fucking thunderbolts and then another version by a mythographer. What a cool fucking title. Yeah. I want that title. I can be a mythographer. Named Apollodorus. Fucking Apollodorus. This, Apollodorus. Yeah, this bro. Says that they also gave Poseidon his trident and Hades his helmet. Which they're like both very known for those things. Yeah, that's their shit. Yeah. So the Titans fought from Mount or Othrith. And the Olympians from Mount Olympus. I feel like it's kind of weird. You're super far away from each other. 
on different mountains just throwing shit in the air like oh i hope it hits you it reminds me of like we were talking about this earlier i think last week but like that tank computer game pocket tanks yeah you remember yeah, that shit yeah, yeah. it's like it's like you're on different sides of a fucking mountain or like you're on your own mountain and you're like pew 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 mm-hmm. and like trying to hit each other yeah and then the fireworks happen long distance yeah i really want to play that again that shit was fun as fuck okay yeah it was anyways on the 10th year zeus releases the hundred hands and they joined the olympians in defeating the titans zeus used thunderbolts and they won the war the titans were thrown into the dark and gloomy tartarus with the hundred hands as their guards tartarus your fucking turn yeah yeah that's where they are I think that's what they call a thing from Doctor Who. The TARDIS. Oh, really? TARDIS? The thing that Sheldon buys. Oh. And eventually goes into their bedroom. Yeah. Yeah. That's funny. We need to watch Doctor Who, by the way. Yeah, I feel like we tried once and I was not feeling it. I have never attempted to watch something. I mean, it must have just been me, but I was like, oof. I don't know. I I was very bored. Uh, but yeah, Tartarus, this is where they are. So, it's said that not all the Titans were in prison, like Oceanus. Like, okay. Still in the ocean. Yeah, he's like swimming around, enjoying himself. Um, no, but, so, like, going, rewinding back to Cronus, there's another, um, there's another version of them conquering Uranus, and it's like all the Titans rebel except for Oceanus. And then, but Cronus still, like, cuts his genitals off and, like, all that stuff. But, um, so he, so he's kind of, like, a little bitch. He's like, I'm not going to play with you guys. I don't know. Okay. And then, so, and the, how do you fucking say this again? Titanographer? Titanog? Titanomaki. No. The Hesiod version of the story, uh, he says that Oceanus told his daughter, Styx, is her name pretty cool, pretty cool, mm-hmm. to go with her children, Zealous, which is Envy, Nike, 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 also means victory, Kratos means power, and then Baia, which is force, she takes all her kiddos, and they go and fight against the Titans. But in the Iliad, it said that, er- that Hera was like during the war was cared for by Oceanus and his wife Teth and sister Tethius during the war so she was like they're like oh you can be free so he wasn't in prison supposedly okay and then um but really only one other titan other than Cronus Cronus was named as being thrown into Tartarus which was the one guy which was god why do you have to have such hard names there's a lot of names. Aepetus. Oh my god, you should have, you talking about names, like they, they like went through how like all of them, like who they married and stuff, and like it was so weird, it was like brothers and sisters, but then like two of the sisters ended up my, um, being wives to Zeus later, who's like technically their nephew, and like all this stuff. Hmm. It was very weird. Or it'd be like... A brother and sister get together, they have a kid, and then, like, the brother, their brother ends up with their sister's kid. I don't know. So fucking weird. Guys, 
check out the Wikipedia for that. That was like, I wanted to put it in here so bad, but I was like, this is just a bunch of names. Yeah. Doing it with each other. All right. And that is how Zeus began to reign all of the cosmos in the world. And like, that's how he got to be the head honcho. That's the story. He's a dude. He's a dude. Mount Olympus is his. Yeah, bish. Yeah. Yeah. So there's your little, like, intro to Greek mythology, you know? Yeah. Do with it what you will. Yeah. Do whatever the fuck you want with it. You can listen to it again. You can tell people. I really recommend you go, like, fucking at a party, like, see a stranger, go up to them six feet away, and just say, hey, Aphrodite came from jizzy phone in the sea facts Mm-mm-mm. that's how you make friends people that's how you that's really how you hook them in sure i give great advice can we do like a dear brady column in these yeah <gasps> can we that's up to you bro dear brady and brian and then they like tell us their problems and we take turns like this is what you should do mystery human yeah. Oh Damn. my God! Somebody send me a question. Send me a. Br- I can help you. I got the answers. Remember the beginning of this episode? I All do. My yeah, advice. I do. <laughs> All right. All right, homies. Stay safe. Stay s- solid. Stay scared, but not too scared. Yeah, Just like yeah, a yeah. healthy. Scared about this, not anything else. Yeah. Scared about somebody waking up one day and you have a different body. Yeah. Wait, what? I'm tying it into your story. Oh, okay. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. You don't have to be scared of um, the Greeks. Yeah. You can become a Greek geek. It's all right. More interested than scared. Yeah. Stay, stay alert stay curious stay don't yeah stay curious be that curious cat that doesn't die yeah yeah boom that's the fucking that's the day that's it thanks for stopping by see you later maybe not we'll see yeah Yeah. you just never know with us see what see what happens all right bye guys bye peace i love you i love you so much okay best you can't scare him away. Sorry, you're like fine. You're fine. <sighs> Just fine. Alex. Just fine. So much. What? What? Okay, that's it. Bye. We're done. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. All right, guys. If you have any interesting, crazy shit to add, anything, email us at thescaredycatspodcast at gmail.com or find us on all the socials. All the socials. For Instagram, it's the Scaredy Cats Podcast. Twitter, Scaredy Cats Cast. Facebook, the Scaredy Cats. TikTok, the Scaredy Cats Podcast, separated by periods. Boom. Check it out now.